Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. We're going to talk about a topic today that's a little bit tough. If you've been watching the news or reading the newspaper, you know that layoffs have been happening and are probably going to keep coming. A lot of our clients have called recently about this issue and want to know how to handle it when someone comes in and asks if they're going to be laid off. So employees are feeling nervous. They're wondering if the company or the organization is looking at doing a reduction and they come in and ask for some um, input. And they want to know, am I going to be next? What's going on? And as you can probably imagine, this is a very tough situation. And it may be more challenging than you think if you consider the employment law risk. So let me tell you what I mean by that. So most of your employees are probably at will, unless you're a public sector employer or you have contracts with your employees. Now, of course, at-will employees can be terminated for any reason, with or without notice, with or without cause, okay? If you have an employee who is for cause, in other words, they have a contract, then you have to have a really good reason to terminate them. It's called cause. And cause is not just any old reason. It has to be that they've done something pretty egregious to rise to that level of being terminated. So, You have a very high standard if you are a for-cause employer, all right? Now, both for-cause employers and at-will employers may have to consider layoffs at a certain point. Generally, when you're dealing with public sector employers or union employers, the layoffs are going to be pretty obvious in terms of who's affected because it usually goes by seniority. That's generally how things are negotiated so that if you have to lay someone off, let's say you have three layoffs in the manufacturing department, you're going to pick the three most junior recently hired folks. They're going to be affected by the layoff. Now, the irony, of course, is they may be your best workers. They may not be the people you want to lay off, but those are the folks who are generally going to be affected. It's, it's almost always an issue of seniority. In the private sector, we get to choose, we get to decide who's going to be affected. And this is why in the private sector, you are more likely to get questions about layoffs. So somebody picks up the paper, he'll uh, read that someone in the Silicon Valley just laid off 10,000 employees by email, no less. What do we do? How do we respond to those kinds of issues? I think there are a few things that we all need to keep in mind. First of all, you don't want to make false promises. You also don't want to guarantee someone a job. So let me explain that. If you have an at-will employee, someone who can be terminated for any reason, with or without notice or cause, and they come to you and they say, Jen, listen, I've been reading about all these layoffs in our industry, and I'm worried. Should I be worried? You know, my my husband and I are going to buy a new house and my kid is getting ready to go to private school and we'd like to take a summer vacation. I just need to know, am I going to be affected by these layoffs? Unless you absolutely positively know 100% sure that won't happen, your answer should be something like, hey, Matilda, thanks for coming to me. I can understand why you're concerned. Obviously, there's been a lot in the media. There's a lot going on out there in our industry. I want to tell you that as far as I know right now, 
there aren't any layoffs planned. Obviously, you're only going to say that if it's true, right? And then you could continue and say, that could change at any moment. And of course, if it does, I'll let you know at the appropriate time. Okay? So what you don't want to say is, oh my God, you're the most amazing employee we've ever had. I would never let you go, Matilda. I don't care if they order layoffs. You'll be the last person standing. Not where you want to go. You don't want to create a legal claim. You don't want to give Matilda the ability to say, oh yeah, I was at will. But then this one day I talked to Jen and asked her about my chances of being affected by a layoff. And she said I'd have a job for the rest of my life. You just eviscerated your at-will employment with that employee. It's gone. You've now created a contractual agreement. Yes, it's verbal and you can deny it, but you're not going to do that. You have integrity. You're going to admit what you said. And we're all going to know why you said it. It's because you were trying to make Matilda feel better. And this is the reason many of us make mistakes in the workplace. We're trying to make somebody feel better. We're trying not to hurt somebody's feelings. We're trying to make sure that people understand our perspective and where we're coming from. And the thing is, when you really think about how you communicate with people in your organization, honesty is always the best policy. Now, what if Matilda comes to you and her name is sitting there on the layoff list? She's number 32. You know she's going. And the CEO has told you, we're not talking about these layoffs yet. Then I think what you have to say or what you can, what you should consider saying to Matilda is, listen, Matilda, you know, I don't know for sure if there will be layoffs. There, there could be. And as soon as I'm able to give you that information, I will. Like, you don't want to give her any sense that there is going to be a layoff because after all, you could have been given a list and it could all change by tomorrow. In fact, there could be a buyer for the company and we don't lay anybody off at this point. So it's not over until it's over, right? So you definitely don't want to tell Matilda, yes, you're on the list. I'm, I'm certain you're going to be laid off until you know that. And you have the terms of the layoff and you understand what benefits may be provided. All of those issues need to be dealt with. I mean, so let's face it, everybody. One of the three most stressful things that you could have happen to you is losing your job. One of the three most stressful things in your life. All right. So people are worried about that. We have mortgages. We have school bills. We have things we have to do for our relatives. There's, there's just a lot going on there. So people's fears are heightened right now because we've got some economic issues. We've got a lot of restructuring. We've got a lot of things going on. There are, I think, already ripples being felt because of the 2024 election. So there's a lot of uncertainty. A lot of people are going to be asking questions. I think that integrity piece is critical. Unless you know they're going to be laid off, you don't tell them they're going to be laid off. You don't. You also don't promise that that would never happen, all right? The other thing to think about layoffs is to turn it around. So to say something like, hey, Matilda, you know, I don't know right now if we, if we will be doing layoffs. And I can promise you that the minute I do know and I'm able to tell you, we'll make an announcement. But in the meantime, I want you to try to start thinking of what you can do to make yourself more comfortable. So do you have projects, Matilda, that you want to be working on? Do you have some ideas for training 
uh, that you'd like to have that you'd like to roll out or you'd like to have access to. These are the kinds of things that we want to give Matilda the ability to chart her course a little bit if she can. Now, obviously, you guys, everything I'm saying during this podcast is going to be dependent on what's going on internally for you in your organization. If you get a memo from the C-suite or the director that says, we're not sending anybody out for outside training for the next six months, you're certainly not going to encourage Matilda to think of training that she might need. But the idea is to make sure that people understand, look, if we do have to do layoffs, it's going to be to right size the organization and it's going to be to make us more competitive going forward. And if you're left with us at that point, it's going to be a great place to be. It's going to be a good place to work. And you've got to think about how that message will land and who is appropriate to receive that message. One of the things we tend to do with layoffs is you tell a manager, okay, we've had a direction from senior leaders that we need to cut headcount by 20%. And the first thing often that a, that a mid-level manager or supervisor will think is, okay, great. First, let's cut everybody on a leave of absence. Second, let's cut everybody who I don't really like. Third, let's cut everybody who just doesn't seem to be getting it done. I know I don't do performance evaluations, which we're going to talk about at a future podcast. I know I don't give a lot of feedback, but there are just people I want gone. That is not the way to do it, right? When you're talking about layoffs, you have to be very strategic. We talked about strategy in our last podcast, and this is really an area where you have to think clearly, how are you going to communicate the message? Who's going to be affected? How are you going to explain it? What's the timing? What benefits might you provide to folks who are affected? So remember that the way you handle a layoff communicates a lot to the employees who are left. So the way that layoff goes, the way you communicate, the way you uh, inform affected employees, what you offer them, what you do for them. That's going to have a significant impact on the people who are left. We're seeing that at many of the Silicon Valley organizations where there have been layoffs, right? People aren't happy with how the layoffs occurred. Current employees are now saying, I want to leave even though I wasn't laid off because I don't like the way this was handled. So, your strategy for layoffs is not only for the people who are actually going to be affected by the layoff, but also for the people who remain. How are you going to prove to them that that layoff was a good thing for the organization? This is how we're going to right size. This is what makes sense for us to do. This is how we're going to grow this particular sector of our business. So when you think about how to communicate about layoffs, You've got to be prepared for someone to come in and ask you off the cuff. So practice your answer. Get prepared. Be strategic about what you're going to say. Second of all, if you find out people are going to be affected by a layoff, make sure you're very clear. When can you communicate? Who's going to be affected? How are we going to communicate? What benefits are we going to give them? When somebody comes to you just out of the blue and says, look, are we going to do layoffs? Am I going to lose my job? Think before you answer. And, and if you don't know the answer, you, you really need to say to the employee, I don't know. We are looking at all different options right now. 
I don't see that in our future. Or unfortunately, that may be something that happens, but I have no idea if you would be affected by that. I don't want to give you the sense that you would be, but I also don't want to give you the sense that you wouldn't be. I just don't know. That integrity, that transparency will make the message so much easier to hear down the road if you do end up having to lay some folks off, if you do end up having to reduce your force, right? Reduce the number of employees in your organization. So I always think in the workplace that transparency is the best way to go. I know it doesn't feel like that sometimes, and it feels like there could be um, some negative sides to that, and there certainly are. But I think the positives of being transparent and honest really outweigh any of the negatives. You never know who you're going to run into at, an, at a future job or a future conference or something that's going on down the road. You want to be able to look that person in the eye. You want to make sure that if you did choose to lay someone off or you were part of a layoff decision or process, that you feel good about how the decision was made. You understand how and why it was made. You may not agree with certain people who were affected by that layoff, but you were part of the process and you got it. That is the part that I want to bring you peace. I want when you're talking about layoffs or somebody asks you about layoffs or you feel like there are people worried about them and maybe they're not speaking up. The idea is to bring peace to the workplace. Figure out a way to communicate what you're doing so it's clear and people can see the benefits of the approach, even if they personally are negatively affected. Most people are never going to be happy to be laid off from their jobs. I suppose, depending on the size of the severance package, some people might be happy. But generally, like I said earlier, it's a very stressful thing to have happen. So you want to handle it with, with as much ease and grace and aplomb as you can. Thank you all so much for joining me here today. I hope to have you with us next time. Have a great day and go out and do something nice for someone. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction.